So, hello, welcome back. Uh, we are back from our honeymoon break, mm -hmm. uh, which was awesome. Um, we wanted to record a video, but we didn't because we got lazy over in Hawaii. Because that's really surprising. <laughs> we took the recording equipment and everything. Yeah, we, we uh, had and we it all fully ready. intended to do it. Yep. Um, and then. But then Hawaii. <laughs> and then Hawaii, uh, which yeah. is actually kind of relevant to what we're talking about today. Yeah, oh no, now I sound like a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, no, because we're going to talk about motivation and procrastination and all that sort of and fun we're stuff. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We're just going to beat ourselves up for the next half an hour and cry. Yeah. And well, it was our honeymoon. Yeah. How often do you get to honeymoon? Well, <laughs> <laughs> depends on who you're talking to. Uh, it's a bad omen. Some people get to do too many honeymoons. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so now that, now that we are way down there, we have started at the bottom. We can only go up from here. Yeah. So. Yeah. So motivation. Uh, that's a good thing to do. Yeah. Uh, it's certainly something I've struggled with a lot. I procrastinated my whole life. Um, it's a miracle that <laughs> I was ever productive at all. Uh, I'm not, I'm not somebody who's just like built to be like motivated no, and driven not, and all times. You're not the stereotypical go-getter. No. like you don't spring out of bed in the morning and want I'm, to do everything. In one sense, yeah, I'm a driven person because I like to accomplish a lot in life and mm. all that. But on the other hand, I'm pretty happy just sitting around and not working. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't feel a particular need to work all the time. So I've had to basically spend my whole life tricking myself into working hard so that I could have that kind of larger dopamine hit of big success um, <laughs> by tricking myself far enough along. Nice. Um, what about you? I tend to be the complete opposite. Oh, um, that's nice. As in, um, sometimes I am the go-getter. Mm -hmm. I will leap out of bed at like 5 a.m. on a new regime where suddenly I'm going to change my life and I'll have a schedule and everything's gonna be like great and I'll do like an insane burst of work that day. Yeah. Might even do that for two days and then by third day I'm like, yeah. and like it's, it's impressive if I manage to get myself dressed that day. Right. And so I I yo-yo uh -huh. like real hard. Yeah. There's some days where I come across very kind of proactive and right. uh, motivated, but uh, there are also days where I can be a complete lazy bum. So <laughs> um, I struggle with it in a different level. Um, mm. I see your kind of blend of motivation being more of a steady kind of uh, maintainable form whereas mine tends to be kind of erratic and spikes um, mm. some days I will just keep I'll work double I'll work triple what you work on some right. days and then other days I will struggle to get myself going mm. so so yeah I think um, it's probably interesting to note that you can have different kind of types of motivation that it's mm. not like if you're not getting out of bed every day and doing 10 hours of focused work right. uh, that doesn't mean you're not a motivated person it doesn't like it can be quite easy to beat yourself up for not being a certain way right. um, when actually motivation comes in so many forms and flavors and formats yeah. so so yeah that's my relationship with motivation um, so you were saying that you do you have kind of tricks to get yes. yourself motivated yeah um, do you want to talk a little bit more about that or is yeah. that too soon no that's, no that's a good thing to talk cool. about because um, I think you do kind of need to trick yourself. It's not mm. like you can suddenly transform yourself into magically never feel procrastination ever. Right. There's, there's no like... <laughs> Nobody is like that. There's no, there's no wonderful trick. At least not that I found. If there is one, sweet. I, I would love to do that because that would be fantastic to never <laughs> feel like procrastinating ever and always just do something. Um, 
But for me, there, there have been a number of tricks that have helped me do stuff and get around to doing stuff. Um, like I'll make lists and all that, but that more keeps me on track of what I'm supposed to be doing. It doesn't actually get me to do anything. Right. Uh, one of the best things for me that I think we've talked about before is trying to focus on just doing one thing mm. in the day and just accomplish something, <laughs> whatever, whatever it is. Um, if all I accomplish, for instance, is three hours of painting, it doesn't matter if I get to everything else in my life. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, that's, that wasn't my one goal for the day. I had my one goal. I did my one goal. I procrastinated the rest of the time. That's <laughs> fine. But, you know, I did my one thing. So one thing is often the way I'll do yeah. it. Like I've got, you know, sketches for a client. I'll do just the sketches for the client. That's all I'm going to mm -hmm. get done. And it's fine if that's all I get done. I find that the, the one thing trick is quite good for lying to myself, mm -hmm. um, which is like, I will tell myself that if I do that one thing, mm -hmm. then I'm a really hardworking person and I deserve a cookie. Right. Um, and then I'll do the one thing and then I'll be so spurred on by the fact I did the one thing right. that I'll be excited to do the next thing. Uh. Um, I find that the pressure of if I've got 10 things to do and I look at them and I just kind of go, no, maybe not, maybe uh. I'll go back to bed. Uh, uh. Don't worry. Um, maybe another day. But if I just see one thing, I'm like, well, one thing's fine. Yeah. And then I'm really proud of myself. And I'm like, oh, I could do another thing. And then yeah. suddenly I'm halfway through my to-do list. Yeah. So that can be quite a good way of tricking yourself into getting some stuff done. And then also, yeah. if you don't, even if you stop at one, yeah. uh, even if you do half of one, yeah. okay, it's not your goal, but it was it's more than nothing. Yeah. And that's kind of a good way to kind of get motivated is to set small, attainable right. one thing and encourage yourself to keep going with that. Yeah. Yeah, for me... I. And it's something we've talked about before, again, of habits of, I, I have a hard time motivating myself to like get up and accomplish something massive. Mm. But if it turns into just a routine of, okay, every day I just paint, that's mm -hmm. just what I do. Mm. Uh, that's, that's the day job. That's what you do. Whether you feel like it or not, whether you feel lousy, whether you screw up your wrist, <laughs> whatever happens, you, you just, you keep doing what you got to do and almost turn it into a mundane, like nine to five day job kind of attitude. That can be really helpful. Mm. Um, cause I will often not feel like painting, mm. but if I just treat it as something I just get up and do, whether I feel inspired or terrible, uh, I tend to just end up doing a lot more work. And even though you might face that initial resistance of, I don't feel like working today, once you get past that and once you get into it, most of the time you're, you're doing the same work you yeah. do any other day. Um, it's like, um, have you ever heard the trick of sleeping in your gym clothes? Yeah. Because getting up and putting on the gym clothes is half the struggle. Once right. you wake up in them, you're like, oh, I guess I'll yeah. run to the gym then. That's yeah. um, kind of, forming habits is a bit like that. It removes the, um, the difficult getting started bit, yeah. kind of like pep talk yourself up into it and dismiss yeah. all the excuses. Yeah. If you can make it some sort of habit, you kind of feel the absence of it. Yeah. So on days, like, because we've both made painting a habit, we mm -hmm. will paint nearly every day unless there's something going on. Yeah. Um, and I think if we wake up, it's not, it's not really like a, should I paint today thing? It's mm. what am I going to paint today? Sure. It's just part of the getting up process and we'll get up and we'll figure our stuff out and then we'll sit down and we'll paint. Yeah. And if we don't do that, it feels absent. Yeah. It's almost, it's like a strange feeling. It's like if you get up and don't brush your teeth or right. you like get up and you don't have a coffee or whatever it is yeah. that you do in the morning, you notice the absence of it. Sure. 
Um, so habit can be very powerful in kind of talking down the silly voices in our head that get us to stop doing things. Yeah. Um, habit's a big one. And also on the vein of habit, um, sometimes we can get started and then start to kind of waver before we really hit our kind of peak flow. We'll mm-hmm. be in it for five minutes and then I'm already, it's like, oh, this is going to be really difficult. I don't want to do this. I want to do something else. Um, kind of catching yourself in those bad habits can be a powerful thing too. So social mm. media, classic. Yep. Um, if I'm doing a painting and I really had to talk myself into doing it because I don't know what I'm doing with it and I'm struggling with it yeah. and I kind of sit down, I'm like, right, I'm here and I'll start painting and within a few minutes my mind's like, I don't want to do this. this is, yeah. And the like voices come back yes. that are like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's just so much easier to, it takes two seconds to just click on Firefox at the bottom of the yeah. tab and then it's just like Twitter comes up yeah. and I'm like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of catching those bad habits. Yeah. Um, I'm re- I'm taking a social media break as of mm-hmm. yesterday, which is yeah, 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 delightful. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> and it's amazing how much more I got done just by default. I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to do more yesterday, but every time I was in that kind of I'm gonna cave moment, and my finger went to Firefox, and I was like, oh, I have nothing to check. Yeah. I don't have anything to check, and I just mm-hmm. kind of sat there for a second. and was like, ah, oh, oh. it's gonna be really boring. Mm-hmm. There's nothing on the internet I want to see right now. Mm-hmm. That's painting yeah. then. And kind of removing those temptations and triggers. Yeah. Uh, it's quite a powerful way of just kind of getting yourself to do the, the hard time. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've used software in the past, uh, the rescue time. It's also got a feature that basically lets you block everything nice. on the internet. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. It's got a, I think it's a get focused mode or something like that. Oh, you can cool. put the amount of time. So you can put like an hour or something nice. onto it. And then you can just not open any of those pages. Uh, if you try to, it'll just redirect you somewhere else. Nice. And so I found that sometimes when I use that, I'll actually still try. Mm, like yeah. before I remember that the thing is still on, because I'll just be <laughs> in such a habit of like, oh, well, maybe I'll go look at Reddit or something. Uh, and then I'll be like, oh, wait, I can't. Oh, jeez. And then I'll go back to work. Um, so many ways you can like force yourself into these working patterns. Mm. Uh, it's, it's really like herding cats. And like the personal scale yep. of like your mind is just all mm. over the place crazy my, and just uh, forcing yourself into productivity. My Facebook habit was so bad that um, I haven't really been into Facebook for about two years now. It's t- about two years ago it started to die a death for me. Um, and it's been a few months ago. I can't remember exactly when. A few months ago I just deleted my account. So mm. it's not deactivated. It's gone. Yep. It's, <laughs> it is no more. Yeah. Um, I st- Still, sometimes, um, as part of like an automatic thing that I'm not controlling, will open up Firefox and type FAC, yeah. and I'm about to hit enter, and I'm like, I yeah. don't use Facebook. Yeah. I don't like Facebook. I don't have a Facebook account. Sure. But that kind of instinctive, uh, kind of impulsive, I don't want to be doing this. I need to do something else quick. Mm. Is so hardwired in there that it, like yeah. months later, I still haven't been able to destroy the yeah. FAC enter habit. Yeah. It's mad. Um, So it can take a long time to purge out, but I think the more aware we are of those habits and the more we kind of do to control them, um, the easier it is. Yeah, because I mean, like, it kind of makes sense because we're hardwired to, like, get a dopamine hit somehow. Mm. And it's super easy to get one by going on the Internet. You can do it in, like, three seconds, boom, dopamine hit. Whereas for art, you got to take, like, an hour before you get one. And it takes a while and it's hard and you're, you're... struggling and yeah. facing all this resistance and doing all that and it's it's not as easy but in the end it's more rewarding it yeah it gets you a lot further in life it it's much harder to kind of bolt yourself down to the seat and not be tempted yeah. by it um even like uh 
because we used to have the computers upstairs, didn't we, in yeah. the bedroom. Um, and even if I wasn't being particularly active on social media or something like that, um, and this is something that's kind of come from living in like small rooms for mm-hmm. like the whole of my adult life, um, my computer was always at the foot of my bed. And so I'd get to work and something would trigger me to be like, I don't want to do this anymore mm. and I want to procrastinate. Yep. Um, and without even thinking about it, I'd be on my bed with my phone. It mm-hmm. was like a, I would literally have my computer at the foot of the bed there right. <laughs> and it would just be, before I'd even thought about it, I'd somehow teleported onto the bed and yeah. I'm here with my phone yeah. and just doing something mindless and completely not entertaining. Sure. And um, that's kind of a difficult habit to kick and mm. it used to drive me mental. And uh, so that's why we, we have our computers down here now. It's just two yeah. floors away yeah. from the beds. <laughs> it's like a real effort if I want to go up yeah. there and lay on the bed. So it's kind yeah. of a nice to kind of make me go, oh, I can stay at work. Yeah. Um, so just kind of catching those bad habits mm-hmm. and finding ways around them to trick yourself into making it more effort to procrastinate yeah. than it is to just kind of stay at work. Yeah. And I think um, another thing to think about is making it easy to get to work as mm-hmm. possible. Yeah. Um, so like you mentioned the, the where your gym flows to bed thing, mm. it's, which is basically just remove one of the barriers to you working. Mm. So if you can do the exact same thing for whatever else it is, if, if for instance, you have to start painting by getting out your stuff, setting up your tablet, you know, opening up Photoshop, opening up another file, oh wait, this thing isn't set up right. And you've got to do all these like steps to even just get started. Yeah. Like I've got to go find reference and that's going to distract me because now I'm on the internet <laughs> and you've got all these different yeah. things and you spend like three hours before you even like start, yeah. then you're kind of setting yourself up for just disaster because mm-hmm. you've literally set yourself up to fail. But if you've got all that stuff out of the way, you've already got like, you know, reference lined up, you're going to do this piece. You've already created the file, the right size, it's saved, and you can all you gotta do is open it, your tablet's already set up the night before. Yep. And all you gotta do is, well, it's all there, and okay, I should probably I should probably work. <laughs> um, then then you're gonna you're gonna have a much easier time getting mm-hmm. into that. So the more things that make it just easier to to do that, like even for for my client work, the first thing I'll do when I get the brief is after I'll read it, I'll actually create a blank file for that piece that I'm going to do. I'll actually create and name, you know, the file for whatever new magic piece I've got. And even though it's a small thing, it just makes it easier to do those sketches whenever I can. It's just ready to go. Uh, it's just like, okay, it's just sitting there. I'll fill that mm-hmm. in with a sketch at some point. Nice. Rather than when I'm ready to do sketches, it's like, okay, what was the file name of that? What was the name of the piece? What was the number of the thing? <laughs> I, now I should probably number it. And then I'm like on my email and then, oh, wait, now I'm seeing emails of yeah. like customers that need support. And and then I'm completely distracted and completely derailed myself. Yeah. Um, and I think they've, they've done a number of studies that have shown that creative work takes dedicated, focused time. Uh, most people need, you know, hours to really get into the flow of things. Mm. Uh, five minutes of work followed by an interruption, followed by another five minutes is never enough time to actually get into yeah, it. Yeah. You're not, you're never fully engaged with it, and it's a, it's a tough way to try to make work. And I understand the distraction thing, um, and how easy it is because I mean I've done that my whole life of, mm. of wanting to constantly be distracted. Uh, so I've like had to basically build fences around myself to keep keep myself on track and still making stuff. Yeah. Um, 
audiobooks are another thing that have really always helped love me. audiobooks um, I'm going to make it our mission to drop audiobooks into every single creative yes, chat at some yeah. point it's the answer to most they, things they, they really solve everything <laughs> love audiobooks mm, listen to audiobooks no I just, oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh I tried to do this Red, writing is doomed <laughs> sorry writers uh, yeah the only hope I've had with writing is basically just not letting an internet browser ever be open while yeah. writing you can't have, you have to be in the zone. <laughs> anything else no. open but your document just like boom there writing you're you basically turn your computer into a typewriter yes and that's the only <laughs> way to that, actually uh, stay write. focused thing to just block every uh, function yeah. that isn't word or whatever it is you're using exactly uh, i know some writers actually have a dedicated computer just for writing <laughs> and it has nothing on it oh yeah so me too. um because there's just no distractions yeah. it's just there's a Sounds word file it doesn't even only have like a wireless card in it can't connect to the internet it's nice. just old-fashioned it's great um, but yes, audiobooks. Yeah. Audiobooks are amazing. Uh, like, the whole time I'm doing my paintings these days, I've got an audiobook on. Mm. And I swear that helps me so much. Because, you know, even when I'm doing oil painting and stuff like that, I want to get up and take a break after five minutes. And with the audiobook, it's like, all right, I've got enough of an interesting thing going on. I'm listening to something kind of interesting. Yeah. And if I tie it so that my time listening to an audiobook is always spent working, I've got that connection of if I get up and take a break, I've got to pause the audiobook, mm. and then it kind of allowed to lay around and listen to the audio. Right, it kind of working. encourages me to like just keep plugging away at it, mm. so I get to keep listening to whatever story or book I'm listening to. I did that with the treadmill once. How'd that work? Actually, pretty well. Yeah. It kept me on there for like half an hour, which That's is terrible. Di- I know it's a difficult thing. For me. Never do that to yourself. <laughs> Treadmills are a awful. Good story. <laughs> <laughs> Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. Oh, it's worth good. staying on the treadmill for. Yeah. That's the best kind of endorsement <laughs> I can give. It's so, yeah. terrible. Well, yeah. <laughs> Desperate measures were needed. Yeah. Anything I could do. Yeah. But yeah, so audiobooks are great for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I find that procrastination for me is normally normally comes in the form of like when I start to feel fear about what I'm doing. Mm. Um, so it's when. I can normally sit down and be excited, like, I'm going to start working. And it will only take, like, a couple of minutes before the first doubts start to, like, niggle yeah. away. And suddenly I'm like, I don't think I know what I'm doing. Maybe I need new reference. Maybe I should take a break. Maybe I shouldn't be an artist. And then <laughs> it just kind of snowballs down until I'm like, right, I'm going to take a break. And um, it's mostly unconscious, honestly, it's all happening. But it is usually in the form of some evil imaginary tether which is making me feel like I can't do what it is that's set out in front of me. Um, usually kind of making what you have in front of you feel manageable is a mm. good way to prevent yourself from needing to procrastinate. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can break up your task into manageable chunks, like we're saying, they'll do the one thing mm. kind of thing, uh, that helps a lot. It makes you much more focused and much less intimidated. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but when, so when I worked an office job, I'd have to do a lot of kind of mindless work in the day never procrastinated through that mm. I could just sit there for four hours without a break just entering numbers into a like, database and that's fine that never bothered me but it was the second I had to sit down and do something that really required like focused work that I couldn't I couldn't do it um, so it's kind of a procrastination tends to jump in when we are feeling kind of resistance from the work we're mm-hmm. doing so it can be worth kind of breaking that down and if it's a task that you can easily break up into manageable chunks then that's great and you can kind of just do that art is obviously a bit more difficult because if you've got a painting and you're just feeling resistance by painting it it's because you kind of don't know where to go and there's not a right answer Mm -hmm. to that um i think it can be kind of healthy to 
encourage yourself that so firstly kind of the self like pandering kind of mm. knowing that you have the skill set to at least produce something mm. it doesn't have to be the best thing you've ever done or whatever but just knowing that you you just telling yourself reminding yourself that you do actually have the skills to get there so that's the biggest one for me yeah. just sit down look at my painting and I'm like oh, I don't know how to paint and then <laughs> just don't do anything right. um, so just kind of reminding myself that I have done paintings before I have completed paintings mm-hmm. I have every capability of completing this painting yes. um, is a good thing for me to just kind of calm down. Um, also realising that there's not any, well there might be, there might be major repercussions to not finishing it, which is scary, <laughs> yes. so maybe we could you talk some more fired. about that in a minute. Yeah, this <laughs> might not make the bills. Yeah. Um, but just kind of reassuring yourself that the world will carry on turning. Um, I think it, a kind of a pressure build-up causes procrastination because it's like intimidating and frightening oh, and yeah. you can't face it and you're like, I can't do it anymore. Yep. Just kind of looking at the problem and trying to make it smaller in your mind and leave space for you to be able to create and not just like let it completely engulf you because mm. then that completely freezes you yeah. it's a difficult thing to do to look at your problems in the face and right. minimize them it does but get easier though it's a trained it's almost like a muscle yeah um it does get easier to drown it out there will be relapses sure. i do it constantly i did it the other day oh, yeah. yesterday <laughs> came into the studio i was like no oh, i don't know how to paint <laughs> Well, how many times are we going to have this conversation, Rachel? <laughs> like, yes, you do. <laughs> but you've got like a, a script. You kind of like, <laughs> you have to go through every time I start saying this. Yeah. So there will be relapses, but yes. it becomes less frequent. It does get, it does get way easier. Yeah. Like, I, I used to be really bad about procrastinating about everything, both, mm. both life and art and everything. I just put off decisions as long as I could. Just whatever, I'll deal with that later. And uh, as soon as I started to kind of basically turn around and face it of like, okay, I'm going to stop procrastinating and I'm going to do this thing, this, Mm. you know, I'm going to make this phone call I've been putting off forever. I'm going to, you know, actually do this painting when the assignment comes in rather than the night before (laughs) and actually be a functioning adult. Uh, You start making like these basic decisions and as you start to make some of them, the rest of them do become a bit easier. It doesn't like magically again change you, but it does become a little bit easier. Starting is always Um, hardest. And it it is a satisfying experience that I think you can get addicted to in some way, Mm. which is a great thing. That's, that's the ideal is you want to get that feeling of satisfaction of here was this problem that I had, here was this task that I had as important or unimportant as it is that I faced right ahead and I did it and I took care of it and boom, now Mm. it's, now it's out of the way. Yeah. Um, and yeah. There's a, uh, I think a tendency as well to make um, our goals kind of all or nothing. Mm. Um, so we'll kind of just set one kind of focused goal for ourselves or something like that. We'll kind of throw mm. our whole weight into something. Mm-hmm. And then if we start to get kind of stressed out by it or it isn't working as planned, we start to really crumble because there's nothing else we're clinging to. Yeah. That's sort of a tendency of mine. Um, I have found it so much better when I have other kind of ventures on the go. Mm. Um, it doesn't even have to be like... It, could be another painting that doesn't really work for me mm-hmm. um but you could have kind of different projects on the go or you could have different um so for me if i'm having a hard day i just can't seem to get past that barrier of getting started mm-hmm. um i will go and clean or um 
go and tick off something on my admin list mm. or find something else that is still productive mm. that afterwards I can still feel good when I've done it. Mm. Um, so I'll keep a list of all these different pursuits of mine that I need to do. Yeah. And if I can't get on with painting, then I'll do something else that's been nagging at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I can still get the same hit of feeling good and feeling accomplished and feeling worth something, right. which quite often is enough to get me back down in my chair and working again. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be that every time you sit down at your chair, you have a eureka moment and do the yeah. best work you've ever done. It, it's that moment there doesn't define the rest of your career. It, yeah. it, it will naturally yeah. go up and down. Yeah, I think that's that's a really important one that I wanted to touch on is uh, kind of setting yourself up so that when you procrastinate, you're still doing something mm. productive. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like how everyone like cleans the room and stuff when they don't want to do homework. When exams are coming, like literally oh, everyone does that. My room was spotless. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, which was great because you're you're still setting yourself up for success even when you're not doing the thing yeah. you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So if you do the exact same thing for art, where it's like, okay, I'm not doing my art because I'm doing this other fun thing that I really like doing. Uh, like, you know, if you really like drawing like portraits or whatever, then just like imaginative portraits in your sketchbook, that's what you're doing when you're not doing your real work and you're still practicing, you're still getting better. You're still improving. You're still doing something, um, that's good. And even if it doesn't have to do with making your art, even if it has to do with something else entirely, like cleaning your room, cleaning your room still works. Still, still, still a a great thing to do. It has to be done sometimes. Exactly. Sometimes. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think finding ways to set yourself up for that, and what you said is also absolutely right. That once you've gotten that feeling of success, like hey, I accomplished something, you're gonna feel more able to accomplish more things mm-hmm. and more able to get back to work or do something else. Yeah. Um, also, another thing that I said is, you know how I focus on one thing. Uh, I think a problem that people run into that has to do with the fear that you've talked about is that they'll try to do this one thing, but their one thing will be make a book today. Yeah, go. (laughs) And they just set this astronomical goal that there is no way they'll ever accomplish. Are you talking about me? Talking about some other person in the room. (laughs) Just saying. Um, They'll set this goal that they could never accomplish. And then they beat themselves up when they don't hit that goal not at all relatable I don't know what you're talking about yeah no idea (laughs) Uh, you've never experienced this Um, so rather than do that break that thing up into like a million different layers okay so maybe in the book there are 50 paintings okay well don't set the goal for 50 paintings for today don't even set the goal for one painting for today Set, don't even set the goal for one sketch for today (laughs) set the goal for I will get out my sketchbook and I will you know plan out 10 thumbnails for a sketch that I'm going to do. (laughs) Or like even more basic, I am going to lay out a grid in my sketchbook and like actually break down your task like Mm -hmm. that. I'm gonna lay out a grid in my sketchbook for the thumbnails, for the sketch, for the painting, for the book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and just break up everything. And it's not like one of your goals will be publish the book. No. It will be, okay, I need to export it from the thing, which yeah. means I need to lay it out, which means I need to research you know, how to lay out books, which mm. means I need to talk to this person or I need to read this book. And so like really work it down to 
the, the basic things, the building blocks that move you towards those huge goals. I guess we have a tendency to make our goals, I've just realized this is an epiphany, um, we tend to make our goals um, based on the outcome right. of the goal and not the the actual process of it. So the, the book is the outcome. It's yep. almost like the reward yes. of the hard work. Yes. Um, it's the what you actually should be doing. Making a book in itself isn't really even a, a thing. You're making the things that go into the book. Yeah. And that should be the bit that we're striving for as a goal. Mm -hmm. um, I found that also setting time um, goals as well yeah. helps. As in not as in deadlines. I mean as in uh, the day-to-day, -day, like I say, I'm making small, I'm going to do the grid. Uh, goals hmm. for me it will be I am going to spend an hour focused on my story and nothing else mm -hmm. so whatever that is if that's sketching or writing or something um, and then it kind of because I put a lot of pressure on myself to get a lot done quickly mm -hmm. and if I don't have that output if I can't say I did 10 sketches today yeah. I feel like I didn't do any work even though I sat there for five hours banging my head against the brick wall really right. focusing hard and working hard because yeah. I didn't reach the 10 sketches I only did eight I will hate myself um, so it's, I think time goals are kind of more, kind of, they're less based on the outcome. Right. They're more just a variable that you, you just kind of work with. Yeah. Um, this is something we talked about a fair bit when we did talk about setting goals and, yeah. and that sort of stuff. I definitely mentioned that I like time goals. Yeah. Time goals work far, far better. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for most people, um, I, you know, I'll sometimes have project goals and then I'll, you know, fluctuate my time schedule to be able to fit that goal. But for the most part, for most people, what they really need to focus on day to day is just a time goal yeah. of if you put a few hours into it, you're doing great yeah. and you're doing fantastic. No matter what else happens, no matter how terrible the work is, uh, you still put in your few hours yeah. and you just did that every day. The uh, social media effect uh, happens with art as well. We were discussing this recently, but um, we see on our Twitter feeds or on ArtStation, wherever we go, every day there's new artwork. Mm -hmm. um, the artist we admire posted a new painting. Yep. Uh, so every single day there's a, at least one new painting that we love, and we're yeah. like, I am the worst person because I yeah. didn't do a new painting today. Yeah. Um, when in actual fact, that person probably did like, it took them two months or like yeah. they, they didn't post another painting for like the rest mm. of the year or something and they're yeah. all like they're under NDA and that's the one thing they've got to do recently yeah. and um, we kind of have a tendency to see this like you know I'll see one of my things is sketches I'm I hate my sketches and I some for some reason think I should be able to produce perfect sketches within like 30 minutes of work um, I see other artists sometimes do something that looks like a really eye-catching sketch um, and I assume that they know how to sketch. And then I see 50 artists that know how to sketch, and I'm like, why can't I produce a painting in 30 minutes? And uh, so I'll really kind of beat myself up, and I just forget that, you know, I'll look at someone, that person does really amazing skin, and that one does really amazing hair, and that one does really amazing skies, and why do they all know how to paint so much better than me? Um, they're probably feeling a bit like that too. They can, mm -hmm. That person can do skin really well, but they're like, oh my God, I can't paint hair like that person, and I can't yeah. do it. And everyone's got the thing that they can do. Yeah. It's an easy to think of everyone else as kind of knowing how to do everything and just choosing things from their massive selection of things they can do and just yeah. putting that forward. Whereas mostly we're all just like, oh God, there's this thing that I can do and I'm going to do it <laughs> until I die. And, yeah. <laughs> and it scares us that everyone else is so good. Right. Um, I don't know why I went on that tangent. Hmm. Rain me back in. Don't let me go too far. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good down. one. It's a good tangent. I, yeah, I think it's kind of important to realise that 
Oh, that's why. Because it was in relation to people producing work all the time. Yeah. So and it looks like like if you have a thousand people out there, just a just a pool, just a pool of a thousand people, mm. and they're all producing one painting a year. Still you're still three, paintings a day. three fantastic <laughs> paintings every day. It's mm. like, ha, oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm the worst. I'm and so that's easy. like one painting a year yeah. for all those people. The, and only for a thousand artists. The slowest artist yeah. and only a thousand artists. Yeah. And think about how many artists are online. Ah. Like you go to ArtStation, <laughs> how many thousands of artists are on that site? And like, even, again, even if they're doing one painting a month, that's still just tens of thousands of paintings yeah. constantly. I mean, you'd say more than. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a ridiculous amount, and of course, it's because it's there's the sh social hierarchy of it. Mm. The you know the cream will rise to the top, and the best stuff will rise to the top. And so every day you'll go there and be like, wow, why is everyone wow, so good? Wow, and yeah. just constantly just a stream of good, yeah. awesome stuff coming out. And uh, this happens in every field. There's just so many people at this point, especially mm -hmm. on the internet, that mm -hmm. which is great for consuming it, but it's also really freaking depressing. So uh, <laughs> it's so depressing, so scary, yeah. because you're like, wow, I'm a complete failure. Yeah. The Clearly the internet produced a hundred good paintings yesterday and I produced one bad sketch. Yeah. Like, clearly I am the worst. I am not adding it Damn all to internet. this. The internet is doing yeah. far better than I will ever do. Yeah. So you're trying to compete with the internet. It's the same as like the whole like looking at vacation photos on Instagram and, yeah. and stuff. That everyone that person's always happy. Clearly, all the time. everyone is always happy mm. all the time. Everyone is always in more exotic location doing something more awesome, and they're always on a yacht. Yeah. Every time, <laughs> literally everyone lives on a yacht. So many yachts. <laughs> I don't know where all these yachts come from. I've never been on a yacht, but everyone else in the world is on a yacht. It's not fair. And, and producing paintings on the yacht, apparently. Life is terrible. It, it was such a failure. I know. I think that all the time. So, it's, yeah. Uh, it, don't, don't compare yourself to the we internet. Kind of, we don't see the worst things that people make. No. Um, sometimes we get an honest artist who will share some of the bad sometimes. stuff they make. Rarely. But we don't. We probably still don't even see the worst they make, even when they're being honest and go look at this terrible thing I made. Yeah. Probably not the worst thing they made. Yeah. We all have duds and bad days, oh, and yeah. we all like get frustrated because we can't paint X and yeah. we don't know what Y looks like. Yeah. And we all have days where we just don't do anything, um, and it can be kind of easy to really zone in on those like I didn't do anything today. I am just not a motivated person. Hmm. And completely overlook the fact that every single day you tend to do something. Yep. Um, okay, so you might not be like a nine to five purely at the desk. Yeah. I don't think most people, I'm gonna say this, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'm just deluded. Maybe I'm just deluding myself. Um, I don't think most creatives, creators can kind of sit down and just create for like nine hours a day, every day with no distractions, it just Nobody does that. doesn't, it would kill us. Our yeah. brains would just fry themselves from the inside out. Um, I'm sure there are some people out there who do do that. Sure. Um, and I wish I had their resolve. Me I too. really admire them. Me too. Um, but it is not the norm. No. It is the top who yeah. are doing that. Uh, the rest of us are all kind of figuring out our days. Mm. Some people are raising children. Some yeah. people are taking care of sick relatives. Some people are running charity events. Sure. Some people are just, you know, they've got hobbies and yeah. they don't want to neglect them. That's completely yeah. fine. But, you know, it doesn't have to be particularly 
like a, a tragic thing. Sometimes yeah. there are just other things in our life we want to do. Yeah. Um, and that is so very normal. Uh, just doing it. Motivation doesn't have to be forcing yourself to sit at the desk for nine hours a day. Yeah. Motivation can be, I did this for an hour today. And you've done that consistently. And that is more of a habit than not doing it. Right. I think that is more powerful than kind of spiking and, you know, just being able to accept that it's a journey and you're not going to be able to get it all at once and just kind of storing it and accumulating and like adding to it, yeah. building it up over time. That's what motivation looks like. I think lasting mm. true motivation, yeah. I think comes from just kind of building up and accepting your own kind of limitations as a person, whatever your important things are in life, accepting that they still need room and you can't, you know, just because you can't do nine hours a day, doesn't mean you're not a lazy, that doesn't mean you're a lazy person yeah. and all that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I think when we stop beating ourselves up and just accept the smaller bits we can do at a time, suddenly we become motivated people in other people's eyes and we're like, am I? <laughs> so it's kind of nice. Yeah. It's just, I think just realizing that not everyone has it completely figured out all the time yeah. is actually a big motivator in itself. It is. So. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, cool. Right. That was good. Um, thanks, everybody. Uh, we are starting a Q&A thing as well. Yeah. Uh, I made a form that you can go and submit your question to. Uh, the link will be at, in the description of this video, uh, as well as creators.chat. Yeah. Uh, our website. I'm actually um, asking this genuinely because I haven't spoken to you about it. We don't talk what? at all. No, we don't. <laughs> this is literally the only time we talk. We've been married for like two, three months yeah. and we're having a communication breakdown. Yeah. This is a good sign. Um, what format will those Q&As take when we put them out there? They so will be videos. They will be videos? Will yes. they be live or recorded videos? Uh, recorded probably. Recorded videos. Uh, we there might we do go. some live ones at some point, but I kind of want to do some recorded ones, both like long ones where we'd answer a bunch of different questions or maybe short ones. Yeah. Um, so yeah, okay. I just kind of want to see what people are curious about that we haven't necessarily talked about mm -hmm. or we have talked about maybe we haven't made something clear maybe they're super interested in one thing maybe they just want to hear us talk about audiobooks all day yeah. uh, and how great do. they are <laughs> um not sure but i'd just like to open it up to everybody and uh get some get some questions yeah so please ask a question um and uh, we'll do our best to answer that yeah uh, but yeah. until then see you next time thanks guys